Hello, welcome everybody to Two Facet Podcast, the podcast where we talk about building digital products. My name is Juncal González and I am here with my co-host. Matt Mikulski. Hi, hello. Hello, and today we have, as usual, another topic. Today we are going to talk about doing user interviews, yeah. right? Yeah, what are, why they are important and... And, and how to do it, especially if you're not like a researcher or you don't have like a big research resources on your team, yeah. right? So basically, how to go and talk to your customer dummy. Um, <laughs> not wanting to call out, out anybody, no? but it's, if you listen to our podcast before, you know, we rather prefer to talk to the customers than not to talk to them. So Exactly. Um, because, yeah, we were just discussing a few minutes before that actually... This makes everything like faster and less risky, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can avoid some waste. You can avoid wasting time and resources. Exactly. Yeah. So starting off from why do I even should care about interviews is like, as Kunkal is saying, now imagine you're doing something. So you had an idea and you want to build it and you have a team. So you're going to build it and you're physically going to spend time building it. Yeah. And it may turn out that nobody's interested or it's slightly wrong one so you need to reinvest this time again no for building this whatever it is and interviews usually are gonna take you one hour <laughs> um, and if five if high chances you may not need to build the thing you wanted to build no? or it yes. may turn out to be a bit easier or yes they will validate your genius and you should build it and then yeah spend your year building um, and even, even if they're validating your idea, most of the time you are learning things of how can you actually yeah. develop the idea, right? Exactly. Like maybe some details or maybe some even new ideas to enhance it. So yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. So always better to interview just one person that, that nobody. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. And not having a researcher is not an excuse, no? Meaning yeah. like there is plenty of materials and books uh, we can like... I don't know to name one the mom test which is like mm -hmm. widely known and, and super well written uh that teach you know how to do those interviews you don't need to be after psychologist courses etc no there are a few simple techniques that can help you out yeah going with them. because it is true that i mean it's a relatively easy in the sense relatively easy task in the sense that at the end of the day you're just talking with another person right yeah. and listening to their problems and stuff but if you don't know two or three principles or tricks it is true that they can be misleading as well yeah. right because you could be taking an information that is completely wrong and feeling confident about yeah. it yeah, yeah true true they, they can mislead you big time no if if run the wrong way uh, but also there is a big part about practice i would say no so true. one thing is the uh, the process or few tips you should be following uh, but then the other thing is like with notes we will be talking about in a sec no it's like more times you're gonna do it better you're gonna be at it absolutely so it's like after this fifth sixth interview you're gonna be better even within the interview topic itself what I'm trying to say is like okay both of us have some experience talking to customers already yeah even to this day I found myself going to the interview and finding out of like okay my whole plan is like let's throw it there yes and now we're gonna freestyle over this no and then if I have some of those smaller uh, principles in my mind I can still figure it out no and learn new stuff or even we go to interview I have some assumptions and then uh, on the first one it's fine on the second one oh god damn we need to change the whole program no the, the whole like research question is the wrong one we just found out we've been true. asking about something wrong all the time no true and also also about practice like uh, 
and that the fact that you learn with time, I remember sometimes at the beginning you would prepare the questions that you want to answer, kind of your research questions, and then you go to the interview, but you kind of lose focus on your research questions. So then after the interview, you finish and you're like, I actually didn't find the answer to what I was looking for. Yeah, no? So yeah, yeah. sometimes, even if it's easy, it requires a little bit of preparation and, and some and some and tricks. Structure, no? some, some structure, structure. yeah, yeah. So um, let's let's move into this. Today we're gonna be talking about our own experience, of course, yeah. no, uh, yeah. both from like the planner and the user signal, the side projects we're running. Um, also some stuff from the already named Mamdes book, right? Yes, yes. So uh, what are the most common problems we believe are happening? No, not that we have like any real study, no. Yeah. So so I think one of the most dangerous ones is to have what can be called like a false positive yeah. right so you are having a conversation when the other person seems to be validating your idea but actually what is happening is that you're not listening to the other person in reality you're not listening to their life to their problems you're just trying to sell the other person something yeah. right you're making a pitch to the person you're talking to and the person in general they try to be nice especially their friends or family yeah. or co-workers and they try to find the good points of your idea, right? So yeah, you exactly. feel like you're validating it, but you're you're actually you're actually not. Yeah. So so this false positive, as you said, can come from. In general, it is tempting, and in a lot of places, actually, people are gonna tell you, "Hey, you have your startup. Try with family, friends, and fools for funding. Test dog food it, etc." If you're doing user interviews, please talk to your mom last. Yeah. And yeah. your friends too, even if they're from the same industry. So we are running like a feedback uh, product feedback startup and then yes i'm talking to people inside my social group yeah but being triple times like aware of like hey those people just like me and i'm good at pitching and we are working on the same things so it's like yeah let's be nice to each other and yes matt you have great idea i would invest five million dollars <laughs> in it but then there's no investment no and then you're but you're aware of it in a way and that's good yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this is the thing that a lot of times is going to happen. No? Yeah. On one side, you think like, okay, I need to talk to customers and I'm building like an Instagram or whatever. So I'm going to be my own customer. No, my friend's yes. going to be my customer. <laughs> my mom should be my, Anybody my customer. Anybody can be the customer, yeah. Which is, yeah, but those are, they have relation to you. So high chances, they're just going to be trying to be nice and compliment you. And you don't want opinions. You, you yes. want facts. So, so this is the whole trick about user interview. You try to get facts in between opinions and how people imagine themselves also no? so one way to try to avoid this even if you're still interviewing so first of all is like being aware of that right being aware yeah. that you there's likely that you can get a false positive and second thing is like try to take a step back and not pitch so much and try to ask them about their actual life yeah. with honestly willing to know what are their problems right yeah. asking about about that and listening to it yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, if you want like a checklist ping thingy, I would say if you want to pitch for some reason, move it at the end of the yeah. interview. No, yeah. If it's like in a fifth percent of the interview or something, you start, oh, and then I have the startup idea. Fine. You should never do it, but that's going to be at least fine because you heard stuff from the other person first and you may change your strategy. No. But if you start with like, hello, Hunkal, I'm coming from the startup that we're going to be doing this, blah, 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 blah. What do you think? It's like either I just want to be nice. Yes, amazing. Or I want to get out. Yes, amazing. Can I get out now? No? <laughs> from your sales call? No? Yes. Nobody wants to be on the sales call there. Um, and the other thing is also a lot of people try to make it like an official thing. 
What do you mean? So it's important, at least for me, when we are going to the interview to, you know, uh, make sure that the process is transparent, the other person understands what's the value that they're going to deliver to you, no? In the, in the interview. In the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th that this so is like a transactional thing, It's not like a coffee thing, no? in with friends. It's exactly. like a, yeah. So they understand the value they provide telling you about their actual problems yeah. and being as well like honest and real about exactly. their problems. And then on the other hand, you need to extra express that, you know, it's a safe environment. So yeah. there is no right, bad answers. You will not feel bad because someone will say, oh, I don't understand your creation or whatever, especially in usability testing. Like I, I saw that hundreds of times. No, it's yeah. like You go to the user interview and you say like, I'm a lead product designer that designed no, this no. solution. Actually, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, Mr. Lead. Uh, very good ideas. You're very experienced design. And no, 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 your assistant making notes. No, you have zero ego on those. Exactly. This is a good trick. Like not say never that you design the thing. Yeah, right. half of the interviews I've been in my life, I was like assistant or a note taker. Um, yeah. Never a product so. lead. No, I'm <laughs> never. Like, I'm not the owner of this. No, 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 no. Or product owner. You go to someone and say like, you're the owner of the product you're using. Come on. Like... You're making a, a distance between, no? And this is... Exactly. Because even if the person are not your friend or not your family, there is something we're humans that you don't want to hurt the other person. Yeah. You don't want to be rude. So exactly. this, can, this can be misleading. Yeah. yeah. And you want to really understand, you know, um, drivers between, behind the person, sometimes emotions that are following their tasks, yes. etc. Yes. So you need to create this not being judged and at the same time this person need to feel that they are not being rude to you no exactly. in any way that it's, this is not like a teacher student situation or anything like this absolutely yes um and the last thing i would say that is like super common mistake at starting is having interviews that you don't know what did you had right now meaning like you leave the interview and like that was great talking but what, what did we learn? Yeah, because how actionable it was, is your interview exactly, results? No? Because it was too generic, right? Like the yeah. conversation was too superficial, too generic, and people were using words like, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I usually go there. And I think like, I would do... Yeah, I yeah. think I would do... Yeah, I think I would pay for that, but how, how actionable is this and how yeah. truthful, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it a fact or you, again, got like a personal opinion of an interviewer? So, um, getting there, no? Um, so, how we can avoid those uh, bad conversations? Yeah, so we can follow a slightly basic process. So, first of all, sounds maybe obvious, but sometimes we may forget that we need to have a super clear goal and, and scope yeah. of what is it that we want to learn, right? So, it's not like, okay, let's go to talk to people and let's see what they say. Because that way, it's like we can end up with, as you say, interviews where we were just talking and we didn't get to, to yeah, any point. Yeah. Sometimes it's fine, no? Meaning like, I don't know. I cannot imagine right now. But there are like, sometimes you open a project that is like so much discovery that you're still going to have like your but you big have, research questions, it's, no? It's exactly. Like, I mean, the scope may be broader, but you always have like a scope and, and yeah. a goal. Yeah, you should, a you should have a goal in a, in a mind, meaning like, what do I want to know? What do I want to know? Yeah. After that, no. It, but what's important, and this is uh, maybe I'm jumping now, research and interview questions. No? Yeah. Because I would say the goal is more like you should have this goal, but it should not be zero one, meaning like, 
I want to know how much they will pay from me and if our, ah, my idea is good. If they will buy it or not. That's yeah. not the type of research que- exactly. questions, Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's more like uh, what are the workflows companies do for handling user feedback, no? Or yeah. user feedback coming yeah. from operation teams. So from product, like user facing teams need to give product back, no? What the company do there? This is my question for user yes. signal. Or what are the most painful moments or the, the moments where they spend like too much time and it's a hassle for them? Yeah. That can be like research questions as I well. Interview maybe? Depends on how we, how hmm. we phrase them. So maybe let's go for it again. Sorry. So the goal is like you need to know what you want to achieve from talking to those users, yes, validating yes. business idea, maybe super specific feature, etc. And then once you have this goal, probably you already have your research questions. So as we were saying, no, those are those bigger questions. One uh, way of describing them I, I saw in my life was trying to think about research versus interview questions, kind of yeah. like a tree. Mm-hmm. So. A research question is a branch. Yeah. And then interview questions are all of the least and then like small um, sticks mm-hmm. out of the branch, no? Yeah. Because they're going to go into the details from you, no? So it's yes. like if people have... Let's go to the user feedback, no? So our research question is what are the workflows around mm-hmm. feedbacks coming from user-facing teams? Very specific already because we are in a very specific startup phase. From there, I would go for interview questions of like, okay, and then what are the channels you handle this, yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. Et cetera. So those are like more defined questions, super, like trying to go into the details, no? Yes. And also the interview questions, you would phrase them so you can actually ask them to yeah. the person and it's open enough, it's not biased, it's not like a yes, no question. Yeah. Whereas the research question, you will not phrase them. It's more like for you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, so Like yeah. topics you want to open like th- those branches in a in a tree no yeah and this would be slightly different based on how much knowledge you have yeah. about the domain so if you have little knowledge probably the questions are broader you would like to have more space to dig deeper into them yeah. maybe less structure whereas if you really know this feature and you've been working on it for ages well yeah. maybe you have like a very structured questions and, and details yeah exactly but it's still important i would say to start with your research questions yes talk let the customer know if you see that they're going into the directions you want so your mm-hmm. interviews questions start clicking in and it's like oh and then the last time when i was blah 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 and it's like oh checked no this is the moment okay you start adding them and asking them no if you find out the user is talking about something you didn't map as an interview question and there is like a new opportunity yes. great follow it forget your exactly. interview questions yes. no it's yes. more like a for you to be able to follow up, no? Because sometimes it's maybe just hard to invent a question on the spot, no? So yeah. some of them you should write down before. So I, I like the following up uh, approach when mm-hmm. new topics pop up, but at the same time, it's important to not forget your research questions. Otherwise, you may end up chasing a rabbit and, and being like, okay, we didn't find we didn't find the answer to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah What yeah, were true. we doing? Yeah, yeah. And then on how to make these questions, like, do I need to be like a super expert on preparing a script? How do I run the interview? So the 
most uh, good tip that I learned is to ask about the last time that something happened yeah. to the customer, right? So yeah. instead of asking like, in general, how do you do this? Or in your life, what happens? It's better to ask about specifics. So, so the memory works better when it starts to be yeah. tangible and then the answers will be more specific and more truthful. Yeah. yeah, because people are super biased. We like when we are thinking about ourselves, we think about some imagined version of ourselves yeah yeah <laughs> and this is like you can be aware about it but it's still like it's gonna be like this everybody wants to be fit no and wealthy and happy and stuff like this so you're gonna be a bit more prone to start saying like mm, yeah usually i do go to gym yeah. and in the reality you go like once a month which is not regular no and things like this so you really want them to go back and anchor to some something real no so yeah what was the last time who was with you no where were you what were what happened after no like remember the real situation if they don't have it okay you have bad recruiting you should next interview try to fix the customer segment basically no yes all these questions that you were saying this is like a good trick as well on, on how to structure your, your interview when you don't have like a super like detailed script. So it's like you will need to try to create a script from this past situation, like a book yeah. or a movie. And then you ask about the characters, like, and who was with you, right? Yeah. And then about the script and what happened then and then what happened and the plot, like what were the problems yeah. you faced and everything. So yeah. And, and uh, I, yeah, that's, that's a great one when you don't have like super structure because this way, even if the new topic opportunity whatever arrives during the interview you can okay so let's build a structure on top of that no whatever you told me that exactly. oh i am so buried with x in my job i'm inventing on the spot i'm super bad at it <laughs> um, and then you're oh okay so what was the last time you had this situation uh -huh. now why Ooh. did it happen who let made who? you do it or with whom did you collaborate where were you like were, where you were you in the you? office were you at were home you? and then you, you know, know if they were using like a desktop versus phone you don't need to ask them specific question are you using the iphone for it no it's like you can imagine oh i'm doing that like on a transfer from home to work and it's like okay fine so you're doing mobile maybe we should be more mobile no and this can inform your actions even if it came unstructured before exactly it's but all of this structure and answers will be nothing because your memory is shit um if you <laughs> don't make notes exactly notes are important no? notes are super important and very important tip is you will be able to read in some places in the internet that the best interview is the interview done by two people. Yeah. So one is interviewing, second one is note taking. I would say it's the most comfortable one. Yeah, yeah. But still, you need to be great note taker. So start from doing your own notes first. Um, yeah. This format is the most comfortable one because the person who's asking the questions can be more relaxed exactly. right, with the interviewee and be just like listening and then the other person is just, just, just doing notes. the notes. But I, yeah. I believe a lot of time this is because of the format of the notes. Mm -hmm. Not the best note taker on the planet in general, but I would say I see different types. No? You have people that will try to make like a... Uh, script of what happened no and it was like yeah. you were asking these questions customer answered this and then you're trying to rephrase or interpret while doing the notes this oh, is yeah. like mm -hmm. a lot of mind process and i saw that in life now you have an interview and then the person stops types shit out of stuff and then comes back to the interview and then you lose the flow it starts to be like a survey so I'm asking yeah, you, I'm yeah. reading you out, uh, out loud the question and you answer me an answer and then I'm typing it for you. No, that's not, not really useful. 
Uh, what really works for me personally is just quotes. I just go, yes, I keep listening, and then whenever I hear something interesting, I quote it. Half of it is unreadable because I'm not even looking <laughs> at the keyboard. That's fine. Uh, and then I'm using a lot of question marks, exclamation marks, hashtags, just to uh -huh. mark like important moments in my notes. No, that like, oh, this was interesting for me, or there was some anger or some strong emotion around it. Um, and then this makes it actionable for me, no, because. Even if I read it later on and I read the quote from the customer, I'm like, I can come back to the conversation. When were we? And yeah, what was yeah. the face expression? What was the context when they said that? And with those, and it's super easy, no? Because you don't need to think. You're just typing whatever you heard. Yeah, you're not interpreting. You you're not analyzing. You're just typing words and, exactly. and, and that's it. I, I do similar, not exactly the same. So what I like to do is during the interview, just type down like some words or some keys that will help me remember what happens. Mm -hmm. So instead of just typing the whole quote, I just type some things that will make me remember. And then right after the interview, so the moment we close the interview, then I come back to the notes and I fill up everything because the memory is, su the memory, the memory is super fresh. So mm -hmm. then I can remember what happened and put it in there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's also a super good one. No, it's also connected to If possible, it's amazing to record interviews. Yes. Either yes. video or audio. I would say video always better. Not to listen to them seven times and spend this hour and, and make like amazing it. notes later. No, 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 because that's unuseful. You need to do like 20 of them. So if you're gonna spend this much hours, just let's code it. No, because then we are getting back to our initial problem. Of this takes a lot of time. How to make it cheaper? Uh, so videos for me, they're usually when I'm having my quote, it's like, yeah. okay, and now I want to see this person face or, oh, and she was clicking something. What was it? What, what was on the screen? Exactly. No? When and coming back to, to it, like what was exactly? Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to see like clutter, no? That she has like 26 tabs and then five notifications from your application coming. And it's like, oh, God damn, we are so stupid. She doesn't know. Like she yeah. feels yeah. overwhelmed because like, God, look at the screen. What's happening there? No, Figma, yeah, pretty, but... In reality, check it out. It doesn't. It doesn't fly, no. And this is for me good recording. Good recording, and why I use them, no, just to jump in, into those situations. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes as well, it's useful when you have other peers in the company that later will come back to the topic and they want to see the customer actually expressing themselves sure. with their own words and the interactions they were having. So for these, can be useful yeah, as well. Yeah, as well, as well. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, I would just say when we have notes and recordings, a thing I really like to do is share them immediately raw with anybody that is in a, to yeah. in a topic. Yeah. Uh, the best is if you had another person in the interview, share those notes raw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then much faster and you can iterate over the notes. You can make your assumptions super fast and then either change the script or keep the script for the next interviews, but it's still fresh and, and you can challenge the other people, see how they felt it, etc. So even if you have this scenario of two people making notes, uh, sorry, one person making <laughs> notes, the other one making interview, I would still recommend, hey, make notes, both of you. Just one's gonna yeah. be a little bit less detailed, but then you have those different angles and then it's amazing. Same is like if you were solo on the interview and you share like results with your colleague, other researcher, whomever fast, it's like challenge of interpretation going to be different. Yes. So yes. when I was there, I will interpret this quote by this. The other person may say like without emotions in the context, like, hey, this person says something totally different. You're just like too much into the conversation. So you 
started connecting the dots, but it's something else. No, it's just like sanity checking your own understanding, no, in interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. And and what else? Well, just while doing the the interview, uh, well, two things first. Who are you going to interview? Like yeah, you need right? to think about your customers and your segment, basically. Yeah, because maybe you might think, oh, the product is quite general or the idea is quite general. I can interview anybody. But yeah, but there's always some people that's gonna be more into it, and people that you will be acquiring as customers as the last ones, no? Yeah. So let's take Instagram. So my mother does have Instagram. Me and Hunka does have Instagram. Instagram was not trying to target both me, Hunka, and my mother as a <laughs> customer segments day zero. No, we are super different people. There was a very specific niche that they wanted to to target. Um, and actually, you can verify that with the interviews also very well. No, so if you go into interview and you have yes. your customer yes. and you go to two interviews and you don't see patterns or your questions are like mm, I don't relate that at all most likely it's not about your idea you just choose like too wide of a customer segment maybe you're not yeah. hitting your niche yet if this continues maybe the niche doesn't exist but I would I would keep looking for the right people you can think about you know who's the buying persona for your product mm -hmm, you know? who's mm -hmm. the decision maker who's gonna who could be the early adopter no and things like this but this is important it's not that Oh, there's so many people. Let's go. Let's do interviews. Let's go, yeah. We're gonna find something out. A lot of time, you're just gonna find people confa confabulating, basically. Then they're gonna be creating stories that doesn't exist just to be nice to you, etc. To no? to yeah, to to be part of the interview. Yeah. You're asking me about I don't know going to the gym. I never go to the gym. I don't yeah. like it. But well, I can imagine how it would yeah. be if I would go to the gym. Yeah, it's like so. ask ChatGPT about anything after 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, this is the type of answer you're gonna get. No. Um, yeah. the guy is also creating something that doesn't exist and he likes to be nice <laughs> uh, what else um, I would say also with scheduling interviews mm -hmm. uh, there are some things so I would always try to be very humble because you're wanting another person time Ah yes. so whenever yes. hitting someone else be aware you want this time so offer something no sometimes it's gonna be money uh, sometimes it's gonna be coffee and sometimes I don't know, but it's nice to offer something. A lot of people were gonna say, yeah, fine, I, let's just talk, no? I will help yeah, you out, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Even if they don't know, that's surprising, but this happens in the internet. Uh, but yeah, offer something, be clear, what's your goal, what you yeah. want to do, etc. So you're not like, oh, I'm a researcher doing something for MIT. No, 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 you are a business owner, you want stuff from them, they will need to buy it at some point. So it's much better to be transparent already Yeah. and tell them, hey, I want to sell you stuff and yes. let's yes. first check if you would be even willing to buy this stuff from me. No? Yes, and then when you're there, also try to be genuinely, genuinely trying to learn about the other person. Yeah, and right? solve problems, no? Yes. So even... Our own interviews around user signal, I, I did tip people to, hey, maybe instead of ours, use Excel file with this and that. <laughs> no, it's going to be fine. Your life exactly. going to be much better and your problem going to disappear. Sorry, we will not sell it anything to you, but your problem doesn't seem like something you you need super complicated solutions to. And this is also good. Yeah? You're being better human being. You're exactly, out and exactly. And both you're making like a good um, use of your time yeah, together. Exactly. So, yeah. And something that if you're working in a product in general, you should have always on. It's like you're always discovery mode. No, there's no uh, Yes. Yes. There is no I'm just going to validate myself. So I just need to have like three customers saying yes, so I can ship this genuine like 
like genius thing I imagined. It's like no, no, no. You're discovering. Yeah, Go there. Exactly. Be humble and set up yourself. I'm gonna be learning now. No, exactly. With every interview. Because we're all so different as humans that there's no way that you go to like a half an hour with someone talking about their problems and you don't learn anything. No? Yeah, exactly. So avoid thinking, oh, I know my customers already. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I know, know what they're going to tell me. Exactly. And usually they're not, they're going to tell you something different unless you're going to bias them into I'm too cocky <laughs> and I'm going to start talking. And I'm going to tell you what you need. No? Yeah. And then, then you're selling, you're pitching ideas to people, which is not the point in the interviews. No, exactly. Okay. So, is there anything else that you would recommend to people? Try it out. <laughs> yeah, try it out. And as we were saying at the beginning, it's it's a practice thing, no? Yeah. More you do them, more comfortable you start feeling, and more often you can catch yourself as like, oh, no, I'm guiding too much, no? Or yes. I'm not getting what I want to, so I need to change the question right now and just drive the conversation in a different direction. Uh, but and yeah. anybody can do it like you can be developer Absolutely you can everybody. be product manager you can be designer yeah, yeah. it's just a couple of tricks and, and, and practicing trying it out and exactly practicing. Yeah. And, and yeah if you are just starting out also don't get too much overwhelmed by 30 minute episode that mentioned like probably seven different tools there it's yeah. like really just get your structure from like very unstructured questions to some structure as light as possible so you feel comfortable that you will know what to talk about while not having like a book of questions to ask to ask to the customer don't follow that super strictly and you're gonna be okay no? yeah yeah and for sure let the customer talk no so that's the first rule if 80 percent of time customer is not talking you, you had a yes. bad interview you should yes. reiterate with the same customer the next one and learn that 20 minutes of talking yes even, even sometimes you need to happen some awkward silences yeah. right so you feel awkward because you're not talking but you need to wait and probably then the interviewee will will start talking or yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. More this, about this happens yeah. a lot of time and, and there is gonna be an urge to like oh let's make it okay yeah and the last time here. you the, the, wait no they if they re remember much stronger insights gonna come from there no because yeah. the brain gonna actually have the process of finding in memory indexing that and surfacing that to the person so yeah much better than whatever you're gonna guide them to find something no absolutely and that's yeah. all i guess no yes yes okay hopefully you learn some tips uh, to try out yeah. yeah if you have any interview that went good bad yeah. or you believe anything we said here is great or makes no no sense <laughs> like feel free yeah. to contact us and then jump into the comment section or write an email to us um, we're always happy to follow up either on different episodes or, or inside the comments exactly yeah thank you thank you very much have a nice one see, see you. you soon bye, bye.